Hello, I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For. Very exciting. We're going to get right into it. Yep. Uh, Second episode of the season. Yeah. And, oh, although actually now... <laughs> We're not going to get right into it because I did have uh, not so much an announcement, but just to keep people updated. Uh, and I've already said this on my other podcast. Um, so I'm going to be in the Denver area this weekend. And Sunday night, I'm going to be uh, having a meetup with some listeners. So if you are at all interested in hanging out and talking it would appear movies, Christianity, or Survivor uh, with me, <laughs> then, then uh, email me, Tyler, at BattleshipPretension.com, and, and I'll give you all the details about where we're meeting and when. But it will be this coming Sunday night. And uh, yeah, I, lo- I, I enjoy meeting listeners. And honestly, I so seldom get to talk Survivor with people that like, if you listen to this and you like Survivor and you live in Denver, please come to this meetup because I want to alienate the other people that show up and just talk about Jeff Varner all day. <laughs> yes. So uh, anyway. Can we so, just quote Jeff Varner this whole episode, please? Okay, let's, let's start with that. Wow. It's not as though you and I were the only people that saw the potential in Jeff Varner. Everybody did. Of course. That's why he got voted on. Yes. But he is, I mean, he's already, we're two episodes in. And yes, he might wind up, you never know. He might flame out. He's playing pretty hard. Uh, he might make it to the end. He might not. But no matter what, he could go out next episode. And he's still the MVP, in my, <laughs> in my opinion, of the whole season. Um, <laughs> to me, and, and there was one particular moment that you and I both realized, oh, I see what he is mm-hmm. or what he is becoming. Or doing. Or doing. Um and that is when he was talking about they lo- his, his tribe had lost the challenge. And then it cuts to a confessional of him talking about, he goes, he says, Shireen and Spencer had the opera, they had their own fate in their hands and then they, they failed. And then he just says, he does this little thing with his fingers and he says, how poetic. That to me, first off, it, it helped you and I both see that, like, okay, he's very Richard Hatch-like at this point. Like, mm-hmm. the glee that he is taking in this. I also see him, stuff like how poetic, it almost makes you feel like at some point later on down the season, he'll be talking to somebody who's a bit more heroic. Like, he could be talking to Joe and say, like, you know, we're not so different, you and I. Like, he's just, <laughs> he's such a Bond villain at this point uh, that it's just, but it, I love it. I love it so much. It's hard to say if he is a villain right now, but he has That's villain true. instincts as far as his screen persona. The glee in his eyes when he is describing these things to other players. Yeah. That may be his downfall because he's letting it out through how he's looking at them. You know, it's not simply happening in confessionals. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that I think he is playing really hard, really fa- He went from hey, I don't know how to play this game at all, as far as everyone else knew. He went from that to telling Terry, this is what it needs to be. I don't think that was real, though. Now watching two episodes. No, no, I don't I don't think it is either. Okay. But I think now everybody else knows it wasn't. Uh, um, and I feel like now... Right, yes. Who knows? He could be great, but that's the other thing is, if Spencer is the next target, and it's possible he won't be, and also Things there's going to be a big... completely flipped on their head once. They could again. That's and, true. And the preview is yeah. going to mix everything up. Yeah. They're going to be going from two tribes into three, which I find fascinating. So smart. Um, because if they just do another two tribes of of larger groups, then mm-hmm. it's 
who's at the bottom and who's at the top. Yeah. With three tribes of, what would it be now? 18? Yeah, right. So it'd be six each. It's very difficult to have a bottom and top with only six people. They've really been, embra- something that I realized only recently is that they really embra- have embraced the three tribe format in the last two or three years. Yeah. Like Philippines was... Uh, brains, brawn, and, and beauty, and then uh, worlds apart. Like those mm-hmm. are three, uh, three seasons in the last few years. Before then, I believe the last three tribe thing was all stars. Like they really, I think, understand how exciting this can be. Mm. Uh, small groups of people, and I think once, and to go from two to three, I think is kind of amazing because. The way you and I are talking about Jeff Varner is that people on his tribe, it's only a matter of time. And in fact, they're probably there already before they say, before they realize, wow, he's playing really hard. We got to get him. Yeah. But now they might not be the ones to realize it. Yeah. The people on his tribe, they may no longer be on his tribe. Yeah. The people who realize what a threat he is, they might be way over on another tribe. Right. And then he can just continue being him. Even if two of them end up on his tribe, they're still three others that won't yeah and that's and what's more is splitting it up like this if anybody from his current tribe is on his tribe on his next tribe then it's just like all right well he and i gotta stick together exactly and so like something like six is a great number something like this i think is like the best thing that could happen for varner Mm -hmm. spencer Mm -hmm. steven yeah steven Um, so Oh, poor Steven. And we, we can keep, let's, let's keep talking about Varner yeah. for a moment yeah. and then we will move on. But yeah, I had tremendous fun. I think he did a great job working with people. I think he has the ability to read people. He is an, a really good mixture of social and strategic. Mm-hmm. And I think because he doesn't have the physical part, I think people still, I think they see him as a threat, but he's only a two pronged threat, not a three pronged as opposed to Spencer who could be seen as a three-pronged threat. Do they see him as a threat? Spencer? No. Varner? Yeah. If they don't now, I think they will soon. I think, I think at the Kelly very least. Wentworth does. But she was just like, oh, what sure. else am I going to do right now? Yeah. Like, if she and Spencer start talking, which maybe they won't have much of an opportunity to, but if they yeah. start talking and be like, you realize that he's the one that masterminded all of this, and if we we could try to get everybody to turn on him. But again, that's if it stuck with the two tribes yeah. and who knows what's going to happen. Terry helped, you know, he did. He did great. You and I are not Terry fans, but I think he did great. Yeah. Um, which speaks to, I think an aspect to this episode that I wasn't expecting a lot more emotions than I would have thought. Yeah. People bringing, not game stuff into this. Yeah. Whether you had Savage talking about his wife, you had Jeremy talking about his wife, you had Spencer really lamenting his situation. I never yeah. in my life thought I'd see Spencer cry. Uh, I don't think he even like cried very much like in the family visit of, uh, <laughs> of the last one. And so, but then you also have Abby feeling very much on the outs and Terry reaching out to her, not necessarily as a function of strategy, but I'm sure he realized, well, this can't hurt um i don't know and i i'm curious to know if the rest of the season will be like that or if it's just the, these early moments once people are like settled in a little yeah, but they're also now really feeling the withdrawal of mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. and so and then with spencer i think it's just so badly wanting to do a different thing 
than he is doing. But once again, he's going to have being on a losing tribe for two in a yeah. row already again, fighting to basically just fighting to stay another three days. It was very fascinating to see Jeff Probst point that out. Yeah. At tribal. Can you change or are you stuck in the same situation again? Or did you put yourself in the same situation again? It does. It brings up a good question, but at the same time I do. The problem is like, can you change or will other people? I don't think other people let you change. Mm. They, everyone came in knowing Spencer was a threat yeah. because of his past season. So they're going to put him in the same situation that but he was like before. Cass. Cass is in a winning tribe. Yeah. When you're in a winning tribe. First off, spirits are up. Everybody's happy. Good point. And they feel close. But um, so I'm excited to see what Varner's doing. Like if anybody can be said to be in control of the game, at least on that tribe, it is him. Um, His quotes are just delicious. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. Yeah. He's Who just needs such food a, when you have Abby? Yeah. And then when he said to her that the stuff she says turns him on, that yeah. was just adorable and hilarious yeah he's just a he's a he's a very unique personality mm -hmm. because because there is a, a certain flamboyance him i think he can talk to women we, because right. he's older he can talk to terry right. and kelly but i think because he also has a certain kind of playful quality i think he can talk to younger players as well right um so anyway, sorry, we can move on from him uh, much as I would like to not uh, because I enjoy him so much. I feel like we could talk about him the whole episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, speaking of Savage. Yeah. And Steven and let's say Jeremy too. Yeah. Um, as a stark contrast to Jeff. And as a stark contrast to each other at this point. Like, yeah. I, I went from feeling one way about Savage to another within three minutes. Um, well, how did you feel before? Well, it, when he's talking about his wife and just the, you know, feeling emotional as a result, oh, okay. you know, and okay. then that gets Jeremy going and suddenly you just feel like, you know. So we're bonding with Savage. We're watching him cry. Yeah. And he, and it clearly snuck up on him. Like he did not yeah. see that coming. Yeah. When he started telling the story. Um, you know, we're bonding with Jeremy. We're watching him cry. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, oh. uh, Stephen, who maybe can't pick up on certain social cues, but also is he's clearly also trying to get people's attention away from him. And so sure. Jeremy walks off. It's just like, hey, is anybody? Is everybody okay with Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Should have kept his mouth shut. Yeah. But said something. Yeah. But then the retaliation was so preposterous uncalled for ridiculous maybe even a little ugly a i would say really idiotic on savage's part yes i mean it's not like he says that he says it a little bit to jeremy and then he says a lot more to us i um, get that but you know fish just watched that tonight so yes, it gets true. heard by everybody whether you say it to their face or not yeah um just to fill everyone in, we're talking about the comment about having no dignity, no, no morals, morals. Yeah. no loyalty, no loyalty. Did he watch Fish's season? Probably not, <laughs> if I had to guess. Um, and it's just one of those things that just... Which doesn't excuse it either. I mean, the, the whole thing is ridiculous. Like, if you want to say that Steven is a little bit tone deaf, that's and not being able to read the mood, that's completely understandable sure and just feeling like 
And if you want to make the the arguments, it's like, oh, now it's like, now's that not the time to play the game. Right. That's also, also an argument you can make. Right. But when you when you make larger points about the fact that somebody is playing the game, it's like, oh, he's just the game all the time. Well, as it turns out, he's in the game. Yeah. As are you. Yeah. Now here's and the thing is, you were lucky enough to get into an uh, an alliance early on. Right. So you don't necessarily have to play the game as hard as he is, but you excluded him. So what else can he do? Some would argue that bonding emotionally over real life stories is also playing the game. Sure. So first of all, it's ridiculous to point out that Steven is playing the game when you in fact are as well with your stories. You are making relational connections to people. Yeah. Well, and and him, and I feel like I, I don't know how much Savage th- thinks he's playing the game when he does that. True. He's definitely playing the game when he goes to Jeremy. Yeah. And And says more than simply... Hey, how you doing? Exactly. You seem to be having a tough time. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a real per that's an actual personal connection. But when he says you know what Steven's, Steven's been comment. saying, right. you know, he's solidifying a, a thing there. So Right. So it, it's asinine to call Steven out on playing the game when he in fact is as well. And then to make such broad generalizations about character yeah. traits that Steven clearly has, first yeah. of all. And I just hate in general things about, well, he's just a good person. He's a bad person. It's idiotic. Yeah. I've never liked it. And I'm sure if we're in the middle of the, of the game ourselves, you look for, you you tend to think in extremes. Yeah. And so, so you'll tend to cast people in your own mind as this or that. And the people in your alliance could probably be monsters and you still see them as good people because they're on your side. Um, but yeah, it, it never I've never liked it when someone gets angry at someone else for for playing the game when this person is trying to be uh, <laughs> is trying to be that comment is less of an issue for me. But when you start attributing, you know, good morals and dignity right. and loyalty to one person and not to another when a you're four or five or six days in when you yeah. made that comment. B, you haven't lost yet. C, your alliance hasn't been put to the test. And D, right. all evidence to the contrary in Steven's first season. Yeah. There were, if you, if you want to say that about, we could name any, you know, if you want to say that about Abby, fine. Sure. There are actions in her past that will have backed up those statements, but there's literally nothing in Steven's past that will back that up. He was loyal to JT the entire season. I think some people would say like turning on Taj, but at the same time, like, well, it's a final two. You got to turn on someone. That, and yeah. so uh, everything is out argument. the window at three. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, I think Taj might've gone out at four, but either way, like uh, it's uh, from five up. Everything's sure. out the window sure. in my mind. And the other thing that gets me is that, and you know, I feel like we're, we're bagging on Savage a little bit, but at the same time, it's just like, you never had to, you didn't go as far as Steven. You never had to do this. Exactly Steven, what I tweeted. Oh, 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 that's right. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We do have a Twitter account now. Um, that we didn't last time and I forgot. Uh, it is at worth playing for. Now I should say at worth playing for. Somebody else has it. So <laughs> what we have is at it's everything's the same, but there's no O in worth. So it's worth playing for. Everything else is the same, just no O in worth. That's how that's how you remember it. Um, so follow us on there and uh, you know tweet we at us. Pretty much and stuff live like that. tweet the entire episode Pacific time. So if you'd yeah. like to participate in the conversation, 
Sure. Go for it. And it is a... I was live tweeting for a while and then I found myself uh, stopping for like the last 20 minutes because yeah. I was just so engrossed in what was happening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that... That's what was also ridiculous. Steven made it to final two and that requires all of those traits. And Savage didn't. He didn't even have to be put to the test of what would right. you do in the latter half of a season. Right. It's... I do wonder if, you know, when you, when you watch enough of these seasons, you understand, you start to understand the nature of the edit and it makes you wonder if they're putting this stuff out now so that when the time comes and Savage does have to stab somebody in the back, maybe it'll be all the sweeter or if he doesn't see it coming at him Mm. um, because he wasn't playing the game that Steven was playing. Even if Steven goes out first, like I don't know. Anytime somebody gets that kind of self-righteous thing in Survivor, I feel like we we are allowed to see that because it will be paid off in some capacity later on. Right. Maybe, but, maybe not. Also, it was just a, it was one of the, it was like the only dramatic thing to happen on that tribe this yeah, episode. Absolutely. So what's very interesting about that interaction is if you want to talk a little bit about old school versus new school playing, which gets brought up constantly in the other tribe, yeah. it did play out in this tribe and Savage hasn't been woken up to, you know, Varner woke everyone else up on the other tribe yeah. and no one has had the opportunity to do that on, on yeah. Savage's tribe. And he's, he seems a little, in the dark still. Yeah. And it's, or comfortable one or the other. And I wonder if, you know, the longer that tribe and, and it's not going to exist in no. its form anymore, but, uh, let's say theoretically it did. The longer that tribe doesn't go to tribal, the longer everybody lives with each other and the more they get a chance to see other people. People might've been crying at Savage's story, but I guarantee you people like Cass and Sierra are saying like, Boy, he sure is likable. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So maybe let's zero in on him. And so uh, I don't know. It's in a way I'm bummed that they're, that they're going to three tribes because I would like to see how this would play out. But at the same time, it's it's more the it's, same it's tribe, more chaotic, which is fun. Yeah, if the same tribe lost again though for a third time in a row, that would be a bummer. Yeah. We're still not getting to see the other tribes' dynamics. Yeah. Um, the first half of the, half of the episode is always just dynamics, which is really fun and great. We're down to one challenge, which is honestly not my favorite. I prefer when there are two. Um, but I can see why in a season like this where people are playing the game, there's way too much footage to show of that yeah. in the first part. And it allows you to see both tribes. It's not dependent upon who's winning right. the, the immunity challenge. Yeah, and, ob- and and I think once they get down to, I think probably once they hit the merge, they'll go Break it to up a little. Uh, uh, reward. Because Re- reward you know, challenges can be used socially at that yeah, point. Yeah, which is one of my favorite things about them. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything, I mean, I don't want to like cut this episode short or anything like that. There's plenty of other things to talk about. How do you feel about Joe and the hammock? <laughs> why are you laughing i know why i'm laughing i said hammock funny yeah, that's right um should we address this <laughs> it's gonna come up so, again if we so, keep talking about it so jen is from minnesota and that has and nothing to do with it i feel like some of it does. minnesotans chime in you don't all say it that way but you say hammock yeah hammock 
<laughs> hammock. There we go. Hammock. Hammock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What else we got? Other words? Yeah. Bagel. What was that? Bagel. Yeah. Bagel. That's how you say it. Moon. Moon. Like the, that's moon, by the way, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. It's adorable. Have. Have. That's more, that's more like general Wisconsin. Okay. We got to get, we got to keep moving, but, uh, but yeah. So occasionally everybody, you'll be uh, privy to one of those and feel free to laugh and tell Jen she is adorable. Cause that's what I do. So what were we talking about? Oh, Joe. Joe that's right. Um, this is a short bit in the beginning again, because nothing dramatic happened on that tribe because they don't have Abby. Yeah. I'm sure they thought like, okay, well, K, uh, Chaos, 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 chaos. <laughs> Are you really going to say all of that? I didn't, I didn't want to. <laughs> Believe me, I didn't. Um, I don't like that she nicknamed herself. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure that the, the the producers, when they put Abby on one tribe and, and Cass on the other, I'm sure that they thought... That well, would stir e things yeah, up. Both of them are, are instant drama. But Cass is only drama when when it's time to start making decisions mm -hmm. and no decisions. There's basic, there's basic alliances that, is, as you said, are untested. Mm -hmm. But no choices have to be made yet. You right. Know, she's not on the chopping block or any or anywhere near it. She's not backed into a corner. Right. You know, the reason that we saw so much from her is because she was on the Brains Tribe, mm -hmm. which completely imploded immediately. Yeah. And so I feel like, yeah, it's been pretty calm over there. And so you have, so, you know, you do get bits of drama like with Savage and Steven. And so, yeah, with Joe, it's this weird thing. Uh the the title of the episode comes from the way he's described which is a survivor macgyver uh. that he can make things out of other things and i think everybody is grateful for that but i think he's really just putting a bigger target on himself i know why why would you build a hammock that's the thing he is well i mean it's that's that winds up just being like a fun thing because there are it's several hammocks it can be like a bonding thing. it is not just a fun thing well no that is a stupid strategic move I can see where he's coming from. If it was somebody else, but I guess it couldn't be anybody else. No. It's just, it's good. For, it can be good for morale. There's an argument to be made of it's good for morale. Okay. Now five people can sit around in the hammocks and just, you know, talk and laugh. And that's great. Except, yeah, I just feel like everyone looks at how good he is at things. Mm -hmm. And after a while, there's like, okay, well, this is, this guy cannot last because he's just... He's so likable. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and you know, when you think about it, so a, a big thing has been talked about with like old school, new school. I think Joe is old school. He mm -hmm. might be from the, the last season, but he is, you know, there's, there's, uh, in the early seasons, there was this attitude. You found it with like Rupert a lot, this idea of, well, if I provide for people, right. Absolutely. then they'll keep me around. Yep. And just like, they might for one or two votes. Because they like to eat, yeah. you know, nobody wants to starve. And if you're the one providing them the fish, but at the same time, they thought eh, a million dollars can buy a lot of fish and I don't want to give it to that guy. <laughs> so yeah, I think he, he or seems I to can be... starve a little bit longer for a million dollars. I exactly. don't need fish to get there. Exactly. And so it's a good observation. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, there's a reason that he works so well with Savage, yeah. but, and one thing that I'm excited to see is let's say these alliances that the, the luck of the draw works out mm -hmm. and the shield alliance, as we started calling it, sure. uh, it, remains mostly intact. 
the thing I'm excited about is watching Jeremy, who is a lot more fishback than anybody than Savage thinks. Yeah. Uh, watching him completely play on Joe's optimism and and Savage's honor, and then destroy them. Yeah. Uh, I, I I like the idea of seeing that. He's, I feel bad. Uh, you know, um, one thing that has always bothered me, just culturally is anytime somebody holds themselves to a certain type of moral standard, I think other people take pleasure uh, in watching somebody compromise that. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, see, he's not so good. Right. It's, it's, a, it's an instinct that I think is very gross. Um, but I myself, and I recognize that I have that same instinct when it's somebody like, I, I'm okay with somebody trying to play honorably, but once, once they start to look down on other people for not wanting to play that way. Sure. Um, that's when it bothers me. And that's when I take a certain degree of excitement in, well, yeah, turns out you can't do that exactly. all the way down the line. Yeah. I think maybe like three, I mean, maybe three winners have. I feel like Tina, ha- uh, Tina did. I think Ethan did. All right, that's two. And I that's can't think notably of seasons two and three. Exactly. Which is not even real Survivor playing at this point. Yeah. No. Um, and so, so I take a certain degree of glee anticipating, and maybe it won't happen, but anticipate, anticipating, you know, this, uh, this, this very close alliance of like husbands and just getting together and, and bonding. And then Jeremy Eventually. remembers, or it, it's not like he ever forgot, no. but just being like, all right. It's time for me. It's like, you guys have done your job. You've shielded me very well. Time to get and down now it's time to get rid of you. Yeah. Um, I do like Jeremy. I think I forgot how much I like Jeremy. Mm. Um, and I like, I think he gives good confessionals. Yes. I think he's a good strategist. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see more from him. And I guess that is part of the bummer of what has been happening the last couple of episodes, which is you, you do see a lot more from the losing tribe than the winning tribe. Or the drama tribe versus sure. the tribe that gets along and cries together. Yeah. And yeah. so... Uh, Quick question. Yes. You brought up Joe and playing old school. Mm-hmm. And the other tribe has been referencing old school, new, new school a lot. Verbally, yeah. out loud to each other. It seems to just be out there in the open. Do you think they'll bring that with them to the three tribes? Or do you think that will fade into the background a little bit more? I don't think it's a thing they'll be talking about, but I do think that it's something that people will start to have started to internalize. Yeah. Um, I think old school players at the very least will recognize I can't, it's not an old school game anymore. I think Terry's going to bring it up. I think Varner could, I, you know, in trying to, um, maybe ingratiating themselves to other people. Like if Terry wound up on the same tribe as Savage, then that could be a thing that bonds the two of them together. The difference is that, Already, Terry has started to entertain the notion that you can't only play old school. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's I, I'm not saying that, I would, that I'm turning around on Terry, but he's, he's wising up, which I'm excited to see. Um, he still feels like a pawn. It still feels like Jeff is telling him, sure. like, hey, add it up. We still need one more person. Right. But his instinct to go to Abby Maria, which is both a fatherly instinct and also an instinct that I'm sure he knew. It's like, this is a good thing to do. Who knows? There that, could have he, been more footage. Initiative. There could have been more footage there where Jeff was a little more explicit about it. Maybe. We don't know. Um, but it is interesting that, you know, when Terry is talking about, it, he says, Jeff woke me up. Yeah. You know, and it, I, I find that fascinating. Um, 
So, yeah. Yeah, regardless of whether they talked about it specifically, he did make the initiative, like, take the initiative to go talk yeah. to her. And it turned out to be, you know, if I was in the habit of giving fishies, <laughs> um, my instinct would say, well, you got to give it to Jeff Varner. But I think I think Terry, you got to give it to Terry. Like, the minute they got Abby over to their side. But that only counts for one vote. Sure. Anybody could get Abby on their side next vote. Mm. She could have another blow up and whoever comes she and comforts could. her and talks her down. Uh, not off of her crazy, but like consoles the crazy. And that's the pets thing is, it. If it, it changed the dynamic for this vote. Right. You know, Terry and Wu... We'll talk about Woo in a moment. Oh, Woo. And Kelly Wigglesworth, like they thought they were on the outs. And for all intent, and even even when Jeff came on board. Right. Um, and then could potentially bring PG with him, but that's not a guarantee. Yeah. Um, Did he even propose that? What? Bringing PG with him? No, but I think he recognizes that she'll go where she, where the numbers are. Yeah. Um, and so... And I think once once it's clear, it's like, we've got Abby. You all saw what happened. It's like when they went to Kelly Wentworth, and it's like, yeah. you saw what happened with Abby. She's with us now. You need to come with us too. Right. And like it, it happens so quickly. And I think that's what you get in a season like this is you get people who see where the way the wind is blowing and they're like, okay, I'm not going to stand in the way. Yeah. That's how you go from a, like a, what is it? Six to three. And it goes from, it goes from that to seven to two. Yeah. Is that what it was? The other way. The other, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Flipping it's like, it. It's like, I, I thought I was like, that's not that dramatic a shift. Oh, right. Going the exact opposite way. Yeah. Which is such a fascinating thing. Yeah. But, um, but as we continue talking about this, these dramatic uh, flips and stuff, we'll go to Woo. Ooh. You know, you see the expression on his face as Shireen and Spencer are talking to him and he looks dumbfounded and you which, think which is not an unusual look no for Wu. it is Wu's look but yeah. you think he's just blindsided with information it's too much to take in he's a slow decision maker yeah. um needs to digest all the facts within the spectrum and filter of you know woo of loyalty and dignity and all of those things that he professes and did you think they were going to get him uh I didn't think that far into it. I just okay. thought, man, he looks overwhelmed yeah. and he wasn't, he was pissed off. It yeah. was crazy fun to watch. I mean, I don't want anyone to like crap on Spencer and Shireen, right? but it, it was really fun to watch Wu stick up for himself. Yeah. So soon. Yeah. It's it, yeah, the thing about like as the, they're they're hitting us over the head with this second chance thing, like if if any player in a yeah. confession happens to bring up the terms the term second chance, they're like, well, obviously we got to use that, right? Like they really want to hit it home, and in some cases it's working, where you do see people changing, like Terry, and I think woo, like yeah, I think that never would have happened. An argument could be fi- could be made that he might be a lot less fun this time, yeah, and that he's going to be a lot more down to business. Yeah. I don't think that means he's a strategist, but I think it means like, I'm not going to let people influence me the way Tony did. Right. No way. Right. I'm, you know, I'm going to make, at the very least, I'm going to make a decision and stick to it. He made the decision to take Cass with him and then Tony flipped him. Yeah. And so, in, in a way, he's decided to be more stubborn, which could ultimately be his undoing. That's very possible. Absolutely. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's it sounds 
wrong to say this about somebody who is, I believe, our age, but uh, I was proud of him. I was proud of Woo. <laughs> I was too. Absolutely. Um, Especially saying it to Spencer. You know, yeah. you're saying it to someone you've even played with before. Yeah. That's hard. Um, That's hard to do. And he said it bluntly to their face, but just, hey, you really haven't talked to me. Yeah. So why in the world would I vote for you now with you now? Yeah. It's, uh, and it was in a very polite way, but it really was like, yeah. I'm really sorry. I'm not going to do that. And, and making the observation that people have made in the past that I think is not a terrible observation. It, it does seem to come from a social place first, but not necessarily, um, which is you haven't said yeah. a single word to me until right now. Yeah. And so, you know, and so good for him for recognizing that. And it probably does come from a, a social place first, which is, hey, I've noticed that uh, everyone's talking to me except these two people. Oh, but now they're coming to me and just sort of feeling like the kid in high school who was, I don't know, the, the cool kids left him alone, but now they need him. Yeah. Um, it so seemed like a very desperate attempt on their part. Yeah. I mean, what strategically made sense of that? Right. And so... I mean, Shireen was in tears at that point. Yeah. And then, as it turns out, so was Spencer. That really... yeah jarred me yeah like i mean i didn't well up when savage was talking i didn't really well up when jeremy was talking but when spencer lost it and just like it was a very very real moment i think because like it's i feel like it's not often that people cry about things that are happening in the game yeah exactly people cry when they think about home mm-hmm. um sometimes they will cry when someone comes at them hard like with a personal attack, but he's literally just crying over or being broken down by the elements. Sure. Sure. But this was the strategy's not going my way. And I had, I, I had such high hopes and I was hoping to do so well, but I mean, but it also came once again, it came from a social place, which was, yes. You know, when you think of, of Spencer, you do think of the guy who's like the chess master. Cause he was like great at chess. Um, who would probably just be like, well, I get three more days if I vote out sure if I write down Shireen's name. So that's what I'm going to do. But I think he wanted to be more human and so actually connected with her probably because they're both like super fans. Right. Um, and now she has to go and he's left. Even even if he manages to like get in close with people. I don't think he'd be able to get in close with someone like her so, or one could say someone like him. Well, that's what's so tragic about the the reasons that he's crying is that he is close to being voted out yeah. because of his lack of relationships with people. And yeah. the only way to not get voted out is to vote out your one friend yeah. who he does have a relationship with. Yeah. That is tragic. And I, I'm, I'm sure that he also is, is just overwhelmed by the situation, which Absolutely. is... Which is like, well, I also, how did I let this go so wrong? Yeah. Um, but, and it's also got to be interest, uh, got to be tough because when you think about it, I mean, he had to know when he came into the game that he had a big target on him and to go from that to I'm running, I'm, I'm running the show. Shireen and I are running the show. Yeah. And then to go back to, no, you're still the target. And, and to not see what Varner's been doing. Yeah. That is fascinating. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really dramatic, and I just felt I felt so bad for him. Just that feeling of being completely alone, right? Um, you know, on a tribe where Abby is 
able to talk out loud and people can hear her, you're <laughs> still the one that's alone. Yeah. Um, and I guess we can talk a little bit about Abby and PG and we don't have to talk a lot about that, oh. but just like, I, I never thought I would feel bad for Abby. I do not feel bad for Abby. PG talking about her. Like that's to be expected. Abby's crazy. It's not about being talked about. It's also to be expected because PG is not a great player. That's true. This is why I was not excited about her coming back. Abby knows who to target. She's not picking fights with the logical people like Shireen, Spencer, Kelly Wentworth. Right. She's not picking a fight with anyone else because they would just take it or use it completely against her. Yeah. And get her out because they are logical and calm people. She goes after the only other crazy on the tribe. Is that strategy or is that? No, no, no. It is a beacon of crazy. These two people attract each other. Yes. Um, It has nothing to do with being a good survivor player. It has to do with being a very good drama queen. You go other after other crazy. I guess there's just something about hearing everyone laugh at her and laugh about her as she's sitting at like it's yes I know that it's, no. it's a simple you, idea but if you actually look at that clip Spencer's just sitting there he's sure. not laughing yeah. Varner is asleep yeah he's not laughing yeah. he's laying there like as if he were asleep with his eye open like yeah. facing the other way it is not the entire tribe laughing right. at you well Dietz wasn't you know where was Kelly Wigglesworth didn't see her laughing. Didn't see her a lot in general. Nope. Um, it was Shireen and Kelly Wentworth. And PG. And PG because. Like, it's the, well, I guess what I mean to say, it's the people that you had, that you were theoretically with. And now you just, now they're just laughing at you. And it's just like, they're laughing at you. And they also probably still expect you to be with them. And Abby probably would still be with them if Terry had not reached out. Because it's just like, well, what am I going to do? Go against the majority? You know? I think Jeff could have reached out the next day and she would have gone with him. Probably. I think he does speak her language uh, pretty well. And, um, yeah. It's so great about Jeff. Like, how can you speak crazy and speak flirt and speak like bro? He speaks every language. And he's funny when he does all of them. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Gem. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited. Now, the question is, um, you know, so far we've seen Vetus go. Okay. We've seen Shireen go. Yep. Of course, before the season is over, we're going to see a lot of players that we really like. What was that? That tribe was shocked when they saw Vetus gone. Oh, and you know what I think? So we had a pizza delivered, and I think I was getting the pizza when it happened. That moment. I I think I want to go. They were floored. Um, But, like, there's going to be, there are a lot of likable people. That are going to go. That are going to go. The question is, because I said this as Shireen left, is I think she'll be back. Ah. You know, there's not a whole lot of people that are tapped to play three times, but I feel like when the producers see someone who's pretty good TV and and still has potential, I feel like they're they're open to that. And I, I think don't there's know. a lot of possibilities here. Early boots do not often come back. That's true, but when the early boot is. When there's an attitude of, oh, man, we wanted so much from her. It's not necessarily her fault. She still she still is good TV. Who we knows? know she is. She might be tapped to come back, but it might not work out for other reasons, too. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, I was listening to uh, 
Rob has a podcast, uh-huh. of course. Uh, it wouldn't be this without referencing that. Um, and they were ta- he was talking with uh, Jenna Lewis from the first season and uh-huh. season eight as well. Um, and they were talking about the idea of Survivor three times the charm, you know, yeah. uh, that you can do. Now, I think once you get to the point of like f- four times, then it's just like, all right, well, I don't know if we can do a whole season of this. But like third t- three times the charm, like that's that's a saying. Yeah. And I think. Uh, well, who has that worked for? Three Gosh, I don't know. Exactly. I mean, that like, Rob came back his third time and didn't win. Right. Parvati on her, on her third time didn't win, but she had won her Should second have. time. Yes, that's true. Um, I don't know. It would be, it'd be interesting. It's just, I, th- I think we've said this before. Like, Survivor at this point could just continue bringing back people. I think they've got a, a deep enough well. And then. I disagree. Oh, I think so. <laughs> I think you just like it because we get to jump in like this. We don't have to learn them. We we don't have a roster in front of us with who that is, is that true. again? That is true, yeah. Um but the only way you reach more of those people is to is to get, you know, three people from last season are on. 3, 2, Shireen and Joe and Shireen, Joe. I think it might just be those two. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh I mean when you think about it like because this is all second chances, these are all people who were part of a cast. A new cast. Of, of, of new people. Yes. Um, it can go both ways. I guess Saria was part of, Suri, wait, Sierra was part of like a blood versus water, but still, um, so she was new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I think more than anything, I'm just being, I'm, I'm anticipating the letdown of whatever the next season's going to be. Yeah, um, you can't get that far ahead. We have I to know. just enjoy this season. Just enjoy. It I'm anticipating can. the letdown of watching many more of my favorites go before we get great confessionals or, you know, just playing out of them. I, I w- of the two, I would have been very disappointed had Spencer gone before Sh- Shireen. Yeah, I think I, I wanted him to stick around longer than her. No offense to her, I enjoy her absolutely. Um, I think she would have made a really good like narrator for the season, but yeah. it's just the way things happened. Um, my, yeah, my concern is that there are players that like once Vetus went out, number one, I remember thinking, oh, geez. Oh, snap. What, what if like there are, there are at least seven or eight players that I was very personally invested in, yeah. which is pretty good. Seven or eight. Yeah. Is, is pretty solid. And I just thought like, man, what if, what if my being invested is, pretty common and everybody else knows that and they think oh yeah these are the players that people are invested in because they're likable they're good strategists so you know let's get them out and you wind up with, with a the final Keith's and abby's keith abby pg monica you know who even monica who yeah who Woo st- will at this point Wu intrigues me i i like the idea of him making it to the end he because stepped he's it up. just he did step He's it up this episode. Absolutely. This but, you know, it's not a Spencer, Fish, Varner, Varner yeah. final three. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine Can you imagine like a final two of like of Fishback and Varner? Oh, that would be glorious. I feel like I feel like Stephen would lose again. <laughs> I know. Because he's not he the would. talker that, he would. that Jeff is. Yep. So... But at least he made you it as lose far as to he a did southern before. boy again. Yeah, although I'll be at a very different one. Sure. Um, 
but yeah, so uh, I'm trying to think. Was there was there anything you took notes? Were there any anything else we that jumped hit out? All at you? the major points of the episode. Okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I will talk briefly about the challenge. Like, I feel bad for the, for them losing. Um, it's understandable how they could lose when it's just. It's a puzzle that you don't know how it's supposed to look. And then Jeff is trying to say, like, nothing will get cut off. Everything will flow. Probst? Into, yeah. Did he say that? Yeah. Uh, he said, like, everything will flow into everything so else. So that line that gets cut in the, yeah. in the, in the middle, yeah. they should have realized, should have gone all the way to the right. Right. They so, flipped the two figures. Yeah. Like, it was perfectly done. Yeah. And if they had just flipped it around. That was a well thought out challenge because they yeah. had to put it, the puzzle together in in the apparatus they couldn't do it on the ground first right. and then just slide everything in right which would have been much faster so that was a great detail i think for the producers or the the game maker to what do you what do you think about the idea of swapping out swap oh like they swapped out the puzzle uh, that doers. makes it way more fun i don't want to okay. just watch two people flounder yeah, and I guess it does make for for even more chaos. Like more, everyone was yelling, more at chaos given, at the time. Yeah, and less um, responsibility if they lose, which makes it way more interesting than when you go home. That's true. You lose Back a tramp if that's the case. Um, and then once again, you get Jeff in the background, uh, Jeff Varner in the background, saying like, "This is a nightmare." Ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I hope His he His challenges goes, were so different. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He probably is a little overwhelmed by that part still. Yeah. Him and and uh, and Wigglesworth. Like, it's going to be crazy. Um, yeah. It's, uh, man, I can't wait. And what's weird is, like, it's hard to even start to talk about what could happen next week because this two tribe to three tribe thing and not knowing who winds up on what is so crazy that... There like, are no predictions to be made. No. I feel like know? they're going to be 45 minutes of, of just tribe dynamic. Which is fine with me. Yeah. Um, you know, I enjoy challenges and I enjoy what that adds to the game. But to me, when you have this cast and this this many people that you, came to play, I feel like spend as much time on step back yeah. and let them just bring you good TV. Exactly. Which they're doing. Which they're doing. This is, I feel like, I mean, if every episode is as good as this was... And the obviously, last two. Uh, yeah. You know. If the whole season is like this, and let's say, let's go ahead and say there will be two clunkers where it's just like there's sure. an obvious vote out. But even then, like if the season sh- if the season shapes up to be this good throughout, I it's going to be like one of the best seasons ever. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, uh, we should probably wrap up. We should say that as I mentioned, I'm going to be uh in Denver, and then Jen's going to be out of town as well. We will not be able to do an episode to record in time uh, next Wednesday next night. Next Wednesday, so we're going to record Thursday, right? So this will be this episode will be posting later on uh, on Thursday. So uh, thank you for your patience on that. Uh, if you have any uh, questions or comments, you can email me Tyler at com. You can leave comments in the in this post at battleshippretension.com. You can tweet at us at worth playing for. No O in that worth. There's got to be a better way to say that. Because I was going to say worth playing for with no O, but there's an O in four. Ugh, I don't know what to do now. But you guys get it. You got it. Um, and I think that is about it. Uh, thank you all for listening. 
As for the rest of you, I got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Bye. Bye.